When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. I know you're paying attention to global events as well as what's going on in our nation. War and increased conflict is bubbling up in more places. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833 833- 995 gold that's 833-995-GOLD, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Third hour, Clay and Buck kicks off right now, everybody. Thanks for being with us here on this Friday. And I had mentioned this, uh, I think actually even yesterday on the show, um, but the situation, not just at the border, but for a lot of cities across the country, because of the wide open border, continues to be, well, let's just say very challenging for some of these uh, Democrat authorities out there. People who in other times and other places would indicate no doubt that they would want as many illegal immigrants as possible because what is central to the Democrat narrative is that illegal immigrants are just as beneficial to the economy and just as legally deserving of of everything, health care and school, as legal immigrants. This is what Democrats now believe. This is central to the Democrat Party view of day-to-day life in america one of the challenges that you come across when you're trying to have a conversation about illegal immigration in america today is that the democrat party the uh left-wing media that supports and amplifies all their messages they will constantly uh talk about this but never never admit that there's any downside whatsoever to unrestricted illegal immigration into the united states which is what we have right now And so one of the realities that has now unfolded is that some of these cities that have taken these individuals in from the border who have entered illegally and are now on some sort of internal parole effectively before they're supposed to show up in court, it will be years. The whole thing is just, uh, is really a scam. The idea being that they're supposed to get status through asylum but they're not going to get asylum status because they're not asylum seekers they're people who have skipped the legal immigration process entirely and just want to stay in america and we should always remember and clay i'm sure you remember this in the last democrat debate in 2020 
I should say, the last election in the first Democrat debate when they said on a stage full of Democrats that included, I believe, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, should illegal immigrants get uh, taxpayer-funded health care? They all raised their hands. So you come into the country illegally, you're entitled to free health care, and that's just the way it is with the Democrats. There are costs that are associated with this. There are downsides. There are realities, economic realities, first and foremost, that people are starting to have to understand. They're seeing it play out. Eric Adams, the mayor of New York City, has recently said this about the illegals in his city. Play two. We stated several months ago that we have reached full capacity. And that full capacity was verbalized, and now New York is just going to be visually actualized. Uh, we're going to see how much of our cup has basically runneth over. We have no more room in the city, and we need help. They've taken in, I don't know, at this point, let's say between sixty and 100,000 illegals in New York City, something like that, newly arrived. And Clay, the New York New York City has 8.5 million people, roughly. Maybe now it's probably 8.6 million. Um, but beyond that, they're spending more money on these illegal immigrants. I think it's 1.8 billion that they're expected to spend on their care, you know, housing, food, everything else, healthcare. Um, they're spending more money on illegal immigrants in New York City than they are on the FDNY, on the fire department. That's wild. Already in one year, that's where we are. And and I just keep to me the the southern border situation is a function of the incentives. And if you are poor in Latin America, or if you're poor anywhere else around the world, and you think you can get to Latin America to try to walk across our southern border, imagine what those phone calls are like back home, because it really is the land of milk and honey. Most people who are coming into the United States rapidly have a better quality of life here than they do where they came from, even before they get in any way kind of stabilized. Just think about this. If if I told you right now, everybody out there listening, if I told you you could make 10 times the money that you make now and all you had to do was go get into Canada, what percentage of our audience do you think would be willing to try to go to Canada? Pretty substantial. I mean, if you told most people you can make 10x what you make now and all you have to do is go to uh, go to Canada, I think a huge percentage of people would go. That's the incentive structure that we are creating. And so what, what's happening is the incentives are so incredible that you had the mayor, Eric Adams of the world, Lori Lightfoot before she got fired, Muriel Bowser, I believe, is still the mayor in Washington, D.C. They're all waving their arms saying, we welcome you, because it's Democrat orthodoxy that you have to say, basically, immigrants are the greatest people who have ever existed in the history of the world. And actually, specifically illegal immigrants, to be clear. Illegal immigrants are the best of all the possible and actually better than Americans. They're yes. harder working and better than Americans are. That is what Democrats believe. And now they finally are recognizing that they don't have the resources to be these so-called sanctuary cities and that there are consequences associated with you and me and every single taxpayer out there. This is why Buck, I know you left New York City. 
But this is why if if I made my salary right now and I lived in California or I lived in Illinois or I lived in New York, every day that I woke up, I would be furious that I am paying 15% basically of what I make for the privilege to live in that state. Or I could be in Texas, Florida, Tennessee, states that I know I th- I agree with their leadership more on a political basis and make 15% more. Buck, this is... I, I, I don't think we talk enough about the degree to which New York, California, and Illinois, in particular, basically Chicago, New York City, L.A., San Francisco, they have so many high-earning people that are paying the taxes that allow those cities to function in any kind of way. And the more money you make, those guys and girls, the angrier I think they're getting at the dysfunction that they see around them, why would you stay? I mean, I mean, unless you have like some physical connection that does not allow you to do your job in those states, it boggles my mind that anyone would be willing. In particular, California, which has every advantage, the most beautiful place almost in the world, Southern California, but people are finally just yeah. saying, I can't do it anymore. And, and you know, Clay, it's we didn't get to this yesterday. I, I meant to mention it. I'll mention it today. You're talking about the taxes in New York City. And, and this is this is meant to be a stand-in. The same things, the same kind of expenses, the same decisions by the political class are being made in D.C., Chicago, L.A., San Fran, Seattle, you know, Houston, Atlanta. Go down the list. All the same kinds of calculations being made in these places all the time. Democrats are in charge. Their ideology is what is pushing all of this. But in New York, they are paying... $13 million, about ten grand each, to protesters who were arrested in 2020 during Black Lives Matter uh, riots, yeah. protests, whatever. Depends on which one we're talking about. So now they're just handing out $10,000 to people because in some cases they were kettled, which is when police say, you got to clear the area, you got to clear the area. And if you don't, they effectively swoop in around um, and kind of, Trying to describe it like, like lasso in or, or, you know, use, uh, uh, they, they, it's like a kettle, you know, they say it because like a kettle of fish, they kind of wrap around everybody and then they start yeah. making arrests. Um, and people are getting arrested for, or people are getting arrested for all kinds of things, including throwing rocks at cops and getting all crazy on the streets. Now they're just handing out, I mean, $10,000 to, yeah. to hundreds of them. They were held too long or whatever. What message does that send to people? I mean, these BLM riots were nothing but destructive. It was idiotic what was going on in the streets of New York City. I was there. They helped no one. They made everything worse. They ruined businesses. They broke in and looted things. And we're pay- and now not now tax dollars of New Yorkers is going to pay them off because uh, they were in custody for an hour too long or something. They all should have been prosecuted for every single infraction committed. Instead, all the infractions are let go, and now they're getting checks. This is why I think if we had an honest media, which we fundamentally do not, there would be a massive examination of the money being spent on January 6th prosecutions, in particular of Washington, D.C., Buck, and all of the felonies being dropped in D.C. The only people getting prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law 
in all of the District of Columbia, our nation's capital, are people who walked into the Capitol on January 6th. Everybody else, the data reflects, the the district attorneys there are dropping almost all felony charges against people and reducing them to misdemeanors. And the crime rate, not surprisingly, is skyrocketed in Washington, D.C. Actual violent crime, not January 6th, mostly uh, mostly people who did not create uh, massive violent acts. And that's what and Kamala Harris, you're talking about the BLM protest. Yeah. She raised money to bail people out. Imagine if Trump had what the media would say. And frankly, I think this is one area where Trump has been weak. I wish that he had been more aggressive in trying to get the January 6th political prisoners adequate legal well, representation. He raised a lot of money for, for that issue, and then until the 2022 elections, did not give money to their defense. And that's from Julie Kelly. So I don't need anybody yep. emailing me to say that that's not true. It is true. Nothing was done for their defense, for the funds raised, until the 2020 election, and people started saying, hey, what about the $250 million that was raised? Yeah, 2022. Yeah. I mean, I donated money directly myself to those January 6th uh, political prisoners because I believe everybody deserves the best possible legal representation they can get. Those guys... Some of them are still in prison since, I mean, for years now, and they still haven't uh, stood trial. What you've seen is that somehow the Democrats, the same way that they have been able to corrode and overtake so many institutions because of their the Soros-backed prosecutor plan, for example, and really just all of its ideological offshoots. It's not all just the Soros prosecutors, but there's a lot of them. Um, but similar minded left wing activists, what you've seen is that they punish lack of obedience to the state severely and they punish people hurting their fellow human beings in these cities lightly, if at all. And that's how they use the power they are given as prosecutors and as authorities meant to enforce the law and to keep us safe. You're in much better shape going before a prosecutor saying, you know, if you if you stab somebody during a robbery, then you are if you know you were involved in January six or the elector scheme or anything else. The maximum for those people, but the person who stabs an innocent person on the street, you know, maybe they had a rough go. Social justice, maybe they didn't have a nice mom and dad growing up. We don't want to punish them too harshly. Maybe we give them another chance. Maybe it's arrest number one hundred, and uh, we're going to wait till arrest number one hundred one before we actually have any consequences for them. This is what you see in all these cities. Everybody's aware of it. And the fact that Democrats haven't paid a bigger price in elections local all the way up to the presidency um, is is honestly, it's just enraging. It's just mind-blowing and, and upsetting. Yes. <laughs> and, oh, man, we got so much still to talk about, even though it's Friday. Uh, on 9-11, 2,977 people lost their lives. Today, 9-11-related illnesses continue to take lives. Yet a whole generation knows little to nothing about our nation's darkest day. Tunnel the to Towers 9-11 Institute is righting this wrong by educating kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. Their nonfiction first-person accounts told through videos and book series. The accounts are moving and unparalleled. Kids won't forget these true stories. The Institute offers full curriculum units with scripted social studies lessons, activities, background for teachers, a speaker's bureau for classrooms with access to 9-11 first responders, survivors, and loved ones. They've also built a mobile exhibit, too, to travel both students uh, to, to educate both students and adults with a traveling interactive museum with 9-11 artifacts. To never forget, we must educate future generations. Let's help our nation honor its vow. 
We both support Tunnel to Towers Foundation with a monthly donation. Will you join us with an $11 a month gift to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org? That's T, the number two, T.org. Keeping it real. Keeping it honest. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. We are rolling through the Friday edition of the program and what has been a very, very, uh, I would say, substantially loaded with news week. Um, And I, I think it's important to kind of contextualize uh, what exactly is going on in terms of the way that this is being covered? Meaning everything surrounding the uh, everything surrounding the IRS whistleblowers, everything surrounding the Biden crime family. I saw this data point, Buck, um, and I wanted to share it with you because even me, who has lost enormous faith in the media's willingness to tell actual truths, when I saw this this morning. 
I couldn't believe how much lack of attention this got. This is from Tom Elliott. Uh, He says, a confidential human source to the FBI reported Joe Biden told a Ukrainian energy firm he could help them get out of legal trouble for $10 million in bribes. How much attention? This was as of this morning, so it's possible they've covered it some since. How much attention did that blockbuster revelation get on CNN and MSNBC in the wake of that report? I mean, I would assume zero. 35 seconds. Oh, okay. At Uh. 5.07 a.m., on CNN. Oh, okay. At 5 a.m.? 5 a.m., 35 seconds yeah, reporting that's, it. That's zero. They just do that so that they can at least say, we covered it. We covered so, it. My point on this, and we talked with Miranda Devine in hour one, I would encourage you to uh, to pay attention to it. All of you out there listening, you are aware of stories that your uh, Joe Biden voting brother may not be. That your uh, that your grandma, who has been voting Democrat since 1940, may not be. The amount of subterfuge and covering for Joe Biden, I've never seen anything like it, Buck. I have never seen anything like this. Ah, it was pretty bad with Hillary. I'm just going to say it was pretty bad when you really look at it. The, the corruption scheme, I think we've, you know, we, we've kind of like forgotten it a little bit, but Clay, the corruption scheme plus the email thing, she was trafficking in classified information on an open server. This is, this is an open and shut case, folks. It's so obvious. I mean, I couldn't even believe how reckless it was at the time. And she was just doing this whole pay for play thing with the speeches and the Clinton Foundation all over the world. Okay. Is the Biden thing more unseemly and, and sloppy? Yes. Yes. But I mean, it was pretty similar. It was pretty $10 similar. million dollars paid to get a Ukrainian prosecutor fired, and then you're bragging about it in a public forum if you're Joe Biden? Well, Hillary and Bill are smarter than Joe. So that's no, no doubt were, about that. You know what I mean? There was a little bit of a higher level. The con was being executed, but I just mean in terms of the the full scope of it. I mean, here, I'll put this to you, Clay. We can ask some of our, which crime family is more notorious the Clinton crime family or the Biden crime family? It's a it's an interesting one. It, it it's interesting in the well, it's it's a, it's a good question. Um, but man, oh well, let's talk about this a little bit. Okay. When we come back. We'll come back because I just thirty five seconds. Thirty like people legitimately have no idea what's going on in this country right now. If you just watch CNN or MSNBC, my pillow twenty years old this month, celebrating the milestone with great deals on some of the most popular, most comfortable products. My pillow employees want to thank you by giving you the lowest price in history on the my pillow, the one that started it all. Right now, you can get a queen size my pillow for nineteen ninety eight, more than fifty percent off. King size, just ten bucks more. Here's how you get hooked up. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get this offer on the queen size MyPillow, 1998 promo code Clay and Buck. You can also call them at 800-792-3269. This is a 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. You have got nothing to lose. Again, go to MyPillow.com, use that code Clay and Buck, take advantage of these 20th anniversary offers. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. On the front lines of truth. Welcome back, team, to Clay and Buck. 
Um, we want to get to some of your uh, emails here and also get to some of your calls. Remember, if you want to be a VIP, go to clayandbuck.com, and uh, then you can email us anytime. And assume we have some other interesting giveaways and things that will be coming for our VIPs. We're going to be building out this community of patriots. Uh, so sign up now, and uh, good things are coming. Um, Mark writes in, hey, uh, Clay and Buck, I know Trump got kicked off the briefings by Biden, but at some point the briefings will have to be restarted, and maybe RFK Jr. might be the one to demand it. That's the only way we'll find out what's really going on. Uh, I suppose Mark's referring there to um, the uh, PD. It's a custom. It's interesting because it really it's kind of a strange custom in some ways. Former presidents still have access to the PDB if they want it. Uh, Bill Clinton uh, definitely availed himself of that post-presidency benefit for years. This is what you asked the question. We went to break, right? Like you're talking about Clinton and, and everything else, which was more corrupt. Um, and I'm fascinated by this, Buck. So I was in college in the 90s when the Washington Post broke the story that Bill Clinton potentially was having a relationship with his intern, Monica Lewinsky. That's one of the only times I remember in my life getting a newspaper, because obviously the news cycle has changed so much, and seeing, oh, wow, holy crap, this is a big story that was broken on the front page of the newspaper. Some of you will remember that feeling. You walk out to your driveway or whatever, pick up the newspaper, and there's some major news story that otherwise you did not know that has been broken on that newspaper. That's one of the few times I remember that happening. The Washington Post broke it, Buck. Which is more significant? A president having an uh, illicit interaction with an intern or a president potentially being paid $10 million to get a foreign company, a foreign country prosecutor fired as part of a huge bribery scandal. In my opinion, people can disagree. In my opinion, the Biden allegations are far more significant than the allegations about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky. Yet, the Washington Post broke and put on the front page of their newspaper that negative story about Bill Clinton, which led to an impeachment, almost led to his removal from office. They won't even cover the allegation that Joe Biden got $10 million alongside of Hunter to get a a Ukrainian prosecutor, among other things, fired. Think about the evolution in media that we've reached that point. Yeah, uh, they... What I was comparing really was actually more the Hillary Clinton classified emails running for president phenomenon where yeah. they just, I mean, they gave her, first of all, they, they gave immunity to everybody involved. So nobody could get in any trouble for destroying servers and everything else. It was, it was a total fix. She yeah. absolutely broke the law. There's a recklessness component. The words recklessness are in the statute. And what she did is the definition of reckless with classified information, including special access program, SAP information, that was in the emails that she was sending on an open server. The whole thing was outrageous. And on top of that, you had the Clinton Global Initiative, the Clinton Foundation, which was basically a massive pass-through for countries all over the world to pay off the Clintons with the idea that Hillary would be. So that's what I'm saying. They were more slick than Joe Biden because instead of giving money to Hunter, they were giving money to a, quote, 
charity. And yes, some of that Clinton uh, money went to actual charitable causes, but the, Clint- the Clintons were basically the pass-through for it, right? So it's donate to the Clintons so then they can give money to some other charity after they've spent $60 million on private jet travel for themselves, which they did, and all of, all of their lifestyle, everything paid for under the nonprofit, and people spending up to $800,000 a speech for Bill Clinton. No one pays yeah. eight hundred grand for a speech, right? I mean, this is this was all payoff. But anyway, that's a different era of the Clinton crime family. So I'm just saying, there's all if you want to talk Clinton crime, and then there's other people talking about other things with the Clinton yeah. crime family, well, which is a whole other component. My point on it, though, is the Washington Post covered the Hillary email. Yeah, but mess. you actually got to remember not- a big a big part of this clay was Drudge. We forget yeah. this now, but the Drudge report on the internet was breaking stories. That then forced some of the mainstream outlets like the Washington Post to also cover these stories too, right? There was a change. The media was dealing with for the first time really ever, the alternate media was popping up and getting a lot. Yeah. And Matt, Matt Drudge, a lot of credit goes to him during the Clinton era. That's when the Drudge report became a thing. Drudge was my homepage as a kid for like 14 years straight. So that's all true. But. Even since the Hillary email, like, look, did the New York Times and the Washington Post help to launder in a positive way the the reports about the emails, everything else? Yes, but they wrote about them. They're not even writing about this. And, and I mean, to go from in the space of, just think about it, to go from in the space of basically 25 years, certainly you can go back to Watergate, but that's the Republican president. I'm just talking about the way the Washington Post covered Bill Clinton. Yeah, but compared to the way that they covered Joe Biden, there's no congruency at all. There's well, no I also think I think one of the differences as well is that, you know, when they now there's a difference in breaking the story. Now, sometimes they break a story because they know other people are going to break it and they just want the clicks and they want the notoriety. Right. So it's not right. always like we're speaking truth to power. It's if we don't do it, the New York Post is going to do it. So we it's might as scoop. well try to get yeah. first. Right. Yeah. They don't want to get scooped. So there's there's some layers of complexity in this. But also the Bill Clinton stuff, the media could defend him. They were defending it. Oh, it was just sex or, oh, you know, whatever. There was a a defense component of the coverage that was built in. Clay, does anyone want to take a shot at, yeah, so they paid Joe Biden through Hunter $10 million to fire prosecutors in corruption investigations abroad. God knows what they were paid to do for China. You know yeah. what I mean? Who who wants to take that one up? Like, there, there's, there's no, you know, so I think that's why you get the coverage versus no coverage is also because... Defense versus the indefensible. It is. I just, I think it's emblematic. And I argue this in the book. I think it's emblematic of how the business now has to be run. Because the New York Times and the Washington Post in particular are subscription-based businesses now. Who subscribes? Just for everybody out there listening, think about who subscribes. It is the most dyed-in-the-wool left-wing liberals. Now, I subscribe to both. I, say, I, want to I, I subscribe to the New York Times so I can read the Enemy's Journal every day. That's right. So but so there are exceptions. Some of you probably also subscribe to the New York Times, the Washington Post. But in general, you are a diehard fanatic. What we saw during the Trump administration was the number of subscribers they had surged. And I guarantee you when they look at the analytics, Buck, and they're looking at the analytics because don't forget they're a business, They look at the analytics, and every time they wrote something awful about Trump, their subscribers went up. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it works for them. Once you, and I've seen this business model, Buck. You you know what? Where originally the subscription, most successful subscription model of all time on the internet is 
other than pornography. Let's leave that. Let's leave that aside. It's sports because all of these individual sports teams have diehard fan bases, which will pay monthly subscriptions to these message boards that cover recruiting college athletics in particular. You know who never breaks a negative story about the home team? The subscription of that team, right? I'm a University of Tennessee fan. The, the, the fan site that I subscribe to never has broken a negative story about the University of Tennessee because well, if you're a fan of the team, you don't want to read negative stories. There is no expectation of journalism anymore Which from the Washington Post. That's, this is the key. Yeah. From the Washington Post and the New York Times. There's no expectation of it. It is, it is fan site for liberals. That's what right. actually, that's, that's it, the mission set. And so that's why it doesn't even matter. And no matter how obtuse and how absurd and how left wing the, the, the New York Times gets, it actually only benefits their business model, which then also leads to the increasingly, uh, Bolshevik approach within their newsroom to, we're not, they're activists. They're not journalists. There is no Everyone expectation is- of journalism anymore. Everyone is missing the business imperative. The business impact. I, I don't hear. I mean, this is important. I think for everybody out there to understand, the business imperative will drive editorial. And if you are too critical, if the New York Times brought down Joe Biden, they would lose subscribers, and their business at its very foundational level would be threatened to the core. Same thing is true of the Washington Post. Back when they, my argument would be, back when they broke the story about Bill Clinton and the intern, whether you think it was serious enough or not. You hit on it, Buck. It's a scoop. But also, what was the business model in 1997 and 98? It was to get as many people as possible to look at the ads in the Washington Post. You wanted as big of an audience as possible so you could charge the most for ads. Yeah, And that's a sexy story that people would buy and they would read. The business imperative changed from serve the diehard to want to hear that Republicans are evil. That's the new business imperative. Clay, the... The Drudge Report, I brought this up. Yeah. In 1998, broke the news that Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky had an affair, and Newsweek knew about it and was sitting on it. Was that Isakoff? Um, I would, I have was to see. Was he the first writer who wrote it? I'm trying to remember but I'm just, that entire this, story. This, this yeah. is when things started to change. Yeah. It was when the it was when a site like Drudge could say, "Hey guys, they know about what the sitting president is doing, and it's a huge story, and they won't even write it." So that, that's that's a pretty big. Now that was when Newsweek Newsweek now is you know it's a it's a shadow of what it's it used to Newsweek be. Newsweek was a huge deal. Newsweek was a big deal in 1990. Time Magazine right? was a big deal. That those those magazines on the newsstands on a weekly basis made money hand over fist. Yeah. Um. So. Again, when you're talking about how they covered that story, yeah, they covered it. They covered it because people were saying that they weren't covering it and they knew about it. But let's take some of your calls here to close us out. 800-282-2882. My friends, there's a battle going on. Not one you might think about every hour of every day, but it is happening. It's the battle for the life of unborn children in this nation. Advocates for abortion in this country are doing all they can, not just to make it uh, permissible, but really convenient and to tell people this is the best option. Those encouraging life for unborn children rely on nonprofit organizations like Preborn to counter this message of the abortion industry. They rely on clinics that provide pregnant mothers with support and understanding. Um, and it's not just during their pregnancy, but for a couple of years afterwards as well. Pre, uh, please, it would mean so much. Consider a leadership gift to Preborn. 
Your tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours. That alone is enough to rescue 200 babies' lives. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby. Please consider a leadership gift donation to Preborn. Like I said, you can donate $5,000. It is tax-deductible. And in one 24-hour cycle, that $5,000 could save the lives of 200 tiny babies. You can also uh, donate securely online at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck. A new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com the number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today. Unlike other apps on Prize Picks, it's just you against the number. It's about the players and not the teams. You look for the sports you know best and that you follow the most. Then you make a single decision on each player projection, more or less, every time you play. You pick two to six players and make that one decision. You can win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four picks. More player action on prize picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. 
Price Picks also gives you injury insurance so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C L A Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in. Closing up 15 hours of Clay and Buck this week. Look forward to hanging out with you guys on Monday when who knows what the new story will be there. I wanted to update you. We had a discussion earlier in this program about whether there should be uh, cameras in the courtroom down in South Florida. Uh, and Trump's new attorney, John Morrow, uh, this is from Caitlin Collins, says the first thing he will ask for are, quote, cameras in the courtroom. And he says, and I would hope that the Department of Justice would join in that effort so we can take the curtain away and all Americans can see what's happening. So we had a discussion about this, Buck, um, and said we thought that the Trump people would probably want cameras in the courtroom. About 30 minutes after that discussion, the first public comment that I've seen suggesting that Trump would want cameras in the courtroom. Um, Can you imagine? The ratings on that would be through the roof, and frankly, it might backfire. Because I would think, tell me if you think I'm, I'm wrong on this, Buck. I would think it would be very hard for CNN and MSNBC to explain to their audience why they can't carry that trial. And you asked a good question. Trump might well decide to get on the witness stand. He will. And, and uh, I will make this call. Directly. If it's televised, he will get on the witness stand. And if he does, that would actually be a way for Trump to talk to people who otherwise will not hear Trump talk other than through the slanted coverage of MSNBC and CNN. Now, let's still slant it, but you can't interrupt the trial uh, to, uh, to to not allow. Remember Trump, we saw right. already, to his credit, They'll, they'll be cutting away, just, here's the trial where we're watching the death of our democracy because of Donald Trump. Oh, oh, oh yeah. the judge is speaking, we'll go back. I mean, they'll try to shape the narrative as much as they can, but the footage will be the footage. Here's a prediction. If this were to occur... They will have a real-time fact check at the bottom of CNN and MSNBC where they try to dispute the things that Trump is saying during his testimony at trial. In the same way that they tried to have Caitlin Collins during the, uh, during the Trump uh, event, uh, the town hall that they did on CNN that was such a disaster for CNN, uh, in the same way that they had Caitlin Collins trying to uh, reject what was being said there. Um, Here's let's get a couple of calls just to close out because we said we've uh, we've asked um, to take some of your calls. It makes sense. Let's go yeah. to uh, Vinny in New Jersey. Vinny, what's up, my man? Hey guys, I'll get right to my point. I was just wondering, maybe next week you can uh, get some of these uh, total Trump supporters call in and ask them where is he getting these votes in 2024 that he didn't have in 2020. He's not the type of guy who changes people's minds. You know who he is. I just don't. See, I think the best – it's it's a good point. How many people are actually – Vinny asks a great question, and this is something that we're going to have to talk about a great deal. I don't believe – Buck, you may disagree. I don't think there's that many people who are going to change their mind. I think if you voted in 2020 for Biden, you're probably going to vote for Biden again. If you voted for Trump in 2020, you're probably going to vote for Trump. I, I think for that's Trump. absolutely like, true. Okay. So I, that's why I laid out – I think the best case for Trump 
is that a lot of those people who bought into the idea, Biden's going to heal America, Biden's going to save the soul of the country, I do think some of those people might not show up. Like, they're not going to buy in because COVID's not going on But they're not going to show up because they believe Biden's going to heal the country. They're going to show up because they've been told that Trump is going to ruin the country and he's a monster. So, that's the the other part of it. If if Biden got 81 million, um, that's the number. How many of those people will actually show up in 2024? We got Chris in Maine wants to answer one of our earlier questions here. Chris, what's going on? Oh, you guys asked the question, who is more corrupt, the Bidens or the Clintons? And I would have to say it's the Clintons, hands down. You know, when you look at the number of mysterious deaths that surround the Clintons, you go all the way back to Arkansas, when he, what he did as governor. I think the worst thing, though, and I don't know why nobody talks about this, is Hillary Clinton facilitating the sale of 30% of U.S. uranium mining rights to the Russians. I mean, the Russians have nuclear fuel because of Hillary Clinton. The Rosenbergs were killed for less, right? I mean, I'm not, thank you for the call. I'm not, a, a Buck, I, I know nothing about the uranium situation in the United States or Russia. I, were you as a CIA? She, she signed uh, off on selling uh, uranium mining rights to a Russian back consortium, if I remember. This, when she was Secretary of State, that's what he's referring to. But they already had nukes then, right? I mean, they, they already they, had nukes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, I'm not an expert on that. I will tell you the media comparison. This would be a fascinating piece Biden versus, Trump, uh, versus Clinton used the Washington Post as a prism. How they covered allegations against the Democrat president then compared to now would be an amazing read. Since 9-11, the Tunnel the Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel the Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young kids, builds specially adapted smart homes for severely injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades-in-arms, nor the efforts of his first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud Foundation donor. Tunnel of Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University, private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.